Hello, my name's Jess and welcome to The Happiness Channel. Before the world shut down, I was in a completely different place, mentally, physically and emotionally. Continuing to work full-time on the front line, I was forced to make some changes and they changed my life. Taking a deep dive into all things personal development, mindset, well-being, with a sprinkle of spirituality, I arose from the ashes like a phoenix. Now, as I begin to coach people on how to achieve this for themselves, I'm continuing to learn new and innovative ways to incorporate all these things into my life on the regular. I'm extremely grateful that you're joining me here on this journey today, so let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of the Happiness Channel. My name is Jess and I'm so excited to be joining you here today once again for another episode. I have been off for another few weeks since the last episode. I've actually been having a lot, a lot, a lot of technical difficulty, especially within the last few days as well. Uh, Mercury in retrograde ended yesterday um, and for the last three weeks up until yesterday, I had very sketchy, if not at all, internet. So I'm finally back online as of yesterday, which is just so extremely weird that Mercury Retrograde ended yesterday. So I'm blaming it all on that as I'm well within my right to. And along with that, I have already recorded this episode once in the last week and uh, shortly after saving it, and starting to edit it. The computer system crashed that I use for my editing and I lost the entire thing. So my tech issues, I'm glad to say, are finally over and we are back. And today I was thinking we would talk a little bit about morning routines and how it has really just revolutionized my life forever. So for context, for the last 29 years or for the first 29 years of my life, I never had a morning routine. Not at all. No way, no how. I actually never even really used to make my bed. It was a bit of a shambles. So I would snooze alarms all the time. There was just really no organization when it came to my mornings. And since starting to work on myself and really just um, listening to a lot more content and figuring out what was going to be good for me, I've implemented a few different things and I did them all gradually, but it's really been quite transformative. So let's get started. I've got five things today. And the first one I'm going to talk about is no phone use for an hour after you first wake up in the morning. So I set a few different alarms on my phone for the morning when I wake up. I set one two hours before I'm due to be at work which is so I can complete my morning routine with all the bits and bobs and still just go at a pretty easy pace in the morning. Secondly, um, when you first wake up, as well as when you're on your way to sleep and also in a meditative state, your brain waves are in an alpha brain wave. And this is a very relaxed state. You're very su- suggestible to content or, you know, different sorts of things. So you really need to be careful what you're ingesting, especially when it comes to your phone at that time in the morning. So I use my phone for an alarm to wake myself up, but everything on my phone that I'm doing in the morning for that first hour to an hour and a half is all strictly time management for me to make sure I'm out the door and at work on time. So socials, text messages, emails, everything like that, that all gets 
put on the back burner until I am out the door. It's just really important as well to stay off those socials because before you've even had the chance to wake up in the morning and you're looking at that kind of content, it can actually be really quite triggering for your brain and it can activate a mindset about worrying of the future before you've even, you know, started with your morning routine. So it's a really good idea to try and keep off that as best you can in the mornings, just until you're out of that brainwave state and you're back into more of a beta kind of brainwave state, which is more of a functional, anxiety dominant, active, external attention kind of vibe. So you really want to what like respect the fact that you've just woken up and cape off all of those electronics. The second thing that I like to do in the mornings, which is pretty much coming straight after my alarm goes off, is thinking about five things that I'm grateful for before I do anything else with my entire day. The reason for this is because you are going to be reminding yourself of all these amazing things that you've gotten for your yourself or that you have in your possession that you are so blessed to have and that you're showing a bit of appreciation for it before you even start the day. It's just a really great way to put yourself in a really good energy for the day because you're going into it with a grateful mind instead of thinking about, you know, tasks that you've got to do that day or getting to work or appointments you have to go to, whatever have you you've already got yourself in this mode of like, oh, I'm so grateful for everything I have in my life. How cool is that? So I like to think of five things personally. Um, You could do anywhere between three to 10. Like sometimes mine will stay exactly the same for an entire week. Some days I'll do different things every single day. And it's just all about getting in that energy of gratitude. And so, for example, I will always pretty much put uh, my little Franco as one of my top five, having a roof over my head, food in the fridge, a car to drive, the list goes on and on and on. And I could think of hundreds and thousands. I just look around me and I'm like, oh, I'm so grateful for everything I have. So it's a really cool thing to do for yourself when you first wake up. And along with that, I actually spend 15 to 20 minutes just actively being awake and cuddling my little dog, Frankie, because when I go to work for the day, it keeps me really excited that I've spent that quality time with her first thing in the morning. Following this, number three, I do a little bit of a quick meditation. I have put down here anywhere from five to 20 minutes would be great. Five minutes is a great place to start. It's just about quietening the mind, going and taking five minutes for yourself and really, you know, having that moment of silence before the chaos of the day rains down. So There is going to be an episode all about introduction to meditation at some point in the future. However, I do have one recommendation for meditation that I personally really like to do. And I was doing this before I went to bed because it was just really quick and simple. And it's called um, Headspace's Guide to Meditation. And it's on Netflix. It's narrated by a man named Andy. And at one point in his early 20s, While he was midway through his degree in sports science, he actually made an unexpected decision to travel to the Himalayas to study meditation instead. So that started his 10-year journey, which took him all around the world, culminating with an ordination as a Tibetan Buddhist monk in northern India. So the series is animated, and each episode goes for about 20 minutes, which includes a little bit of an animated story at the start where Andy talks about different aspects of his life when he was becoming a Buddhist monk and lessons that he learned, followed by a different meditation each episode. The meditations themselves go for about five to 10 minutes, and I just think it's really beautifully done the way that it eases you into it. And also all of the animations are beautiful as well. So if you're looking to get into practicing a bit of meditation, that would be my recommendation for that. 
Um, and the reason for doing it in the morning is just because it will just quiet your mind just a little bit before you've gotten to the chaos of the day. You give yourself that five to 10 minutes and it's just really quality time to just sit and be and just remove those thoughts. So if you do go to watch that Netflix special, it does talk you all the way through it and it is guided meditation. But personally for myself, when I'm not listening to any meditative tracks, I will focus on my breath. I used to have a really active mind and I used to have a lot of thoughts coming in all of the time. So I would try to consciously think to myself, breathe in when I breathed in and then breathe out as I breathe out. And then if I was able to quiet that right down again and then my thoughts would float off, I would bring myself back to focusing on my breath and saying breathe in and breathe out and just going back to that. And it just really settles you, it de-stresses you for the day and it can help keep composure and a really calm mind throughout the day, especially if you've got a really hectic schedule or a really hectic job. It's very good for you. Number four, making the bed. I never used to make my bed. This is a huge surprise to me even still because making my bed every day has become such an important part of my routine and I take such pride in knowing while I'm at work during the day that my bed at home is made and it's ready for me for whenever I decide to go to bed that day. If it's straight away after work, if it's all the way at the end of the night, it is there and it's always ready to go. And it's just such a cool little pleasure that I never really knew until so late in my life. Around the time that I actually started making my bed as well, there was a news article saying that making your bed every day can help alleviate symptoms of anxiety and depression. It's better to go and do your own research on all this stuff, but it really can't hurt making your bed in the morning knowing that it might have some really good benefits to your mental health. Um, Another thing I was reading about as well is that having that first task, obviously, if you're doing this kind of morning routine, you've already ticked a few things off for the day, but having one task that is accomplished almost immediately before the day's even started starts sending messages back to your brain that you've already been productive. And so you're really already in that mode of productivity for your entire day. So it's just a really cool, simple little thing that you can do. And then like, if you're anything like me, you'll be at work and you'll just start smiling to yourself going, yes, I've made my bed. How good is it? Can't wait to go and get back into it after this long rainy day. (laughs) So it's very cool. Um, And finally, one thing I'm still working on actively every single day is having a cold shower as soon as I'm out of bed. Now for context, it is currently winter here in Australia and even though I live in Queensland, which is generally rather warm, I still find this one really tricky. I remember listening to this podcast with this guest called Wim Hof, and this is how I discovered cold showers. And he talks so passionately about how important cold showers are in the morning. Essentially, what happens when you have a cold shower and you jump in and have that body response, you start breathing, which helps your blood circulate, and it also sends you instantly into a fight or flight response. So that fight or flight response, I used to live with almost all day, every day when I was struggling with my own personal anxiety. And once I started doing this cold shower, I noticed that through the day I could keep myself way more cool, calm and collected because I'd already set my body off with this fight or flight response just by taking this cold shower. And that was pretty much exactly what Wim Hof said in this episode to the exact same effect. And so that's why I thought I would try it. As much as every time I do it, I'm not sure if I hate it or if I love it, the whole rounded perspective that it's given back to me 
with being able to alleviate some of those symptoms that I struggled with for such a long time was just mind-blowing and so cool to experience. So I do have a few tips for taking cold showers because I've been looking them up for myself because I'm currently working with building myself up to a five-minute shower of cold water. At the moment, I'm almost near, almost kind of sort of near 60 seconds. I'm working my way up to it. It's really taking a lot of willpower and this will strengthen your willpower as well, which is really cool. And it's now kind of a new goal for me, but the cold water, it really is quite shocking. So there's a few ways to ease yourself into it. So tip number one, starting slow, making the process tolerable for yourself by starting really slow and making adjustments that you can adapt to. So for example, you start with a two minute warm shower to increase your circulation and then you decrease the temperature to a noticeably colder, but only mildly uncomfortable until your breathing rate starts increasing. Um, Once you do that, you adjust your new temperature, let your breathing return to normal, and then you can continue to incrementally decrease the temperature until it's cold and you're ready to get out. Then number two is kind of like more of an in and out kind of method. After your two-minute warm shower, back away from the water, decrease the temperature as much as possible, put your hands in the stream, switch each hand so that you're slowly incrementing your body under the entire stream, and eventually you'll get under and your whole body would be used to it. And you're still going through that breathing as well, which is getting your blood circulating. The final one, which is what I was doing until I started looking up ways in order for me to increase the length of time that I was under the cold stream of water was just basically jumping straight in and turning the cold water on full blast. So I don't recommend that if you're starting out because it's definitely a lot harder to get over the shock of the cold water hitting your body, especially at the time of the morning that I was doing it. However, you've got a few options, so it's going to be a lot easier to play around with it and hopefully get it as part of your daily routine because I promise you it will be super beneficial and it's just such a quick and easy way to really calm yourself for the entire day as well once you've gotten that cold shock out of the way. So that's it. Those are your five top tips for increasing your morning routine. I know for me personally, they have just been so pivotal in changing not only my mornings and my outlook for the day, but it honestly just keeps rolling on into your entire day and everything that you've got ahead of you to complete. So yeah, super handy hacks. Um, So if you're already doing a few of those, just implement another one. Don't go for the whole five straight away. All right. Unless they don't really appeal to you, then don't go for them at all. But just try and implement at least one of them and just see how it affects your day and changes things a little bit different. Become a bit more of an observer and go, oh, wow, I feel so much more calm today. How cool is that? So that's it for today. Top five tips, all done and dusted. So we've got no phone use, gratitude, meditation, making the bed and cold showers. So if you start implementing any of these and you notice any changes within your life, hit me up, let me know. I'm always interested. And this week I will be interviewing my friend for my next episode. So I should have something out by the weekends. I'm so looking forward to talking to you all again very soon. And thank you so much for joining me. Until next time, see you later. (laughs) 